presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. High schools. Also's gonna take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Salveson. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, RJ, you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. What's up, everybody? Eric France and IJ Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Um, love to have you part of the show today. <laughs> I'm sure we will have uh, lots of agreements, no hot takes. Everybody will agree that holy mac and cheese is delicious. You know, I uh, and other delicious things to. Uh, I need to make d- mainstays. You know. But uh, Eric, we'll talk about sports stuff too. When okay, we need to, we need to talk about a couple of things actually. And by the way, our guild, as you mentioned, our guild text lines open. Guild mortgage text lines open four three five three three nine zero three two one. Two things. One, do you know what I'm most excited about when I retire from the radio biz? Deleting my Twitter account. I'm so excited to delete that thing because, and it's not because of the people. It's because I say so much stupid crap on that thing that. I just get blasted for it. Well, not stupid. I, I mean, they're true facts. They're correct, factual things. But I just can't, I can't stand that side. So I'm excited to get rid of that. <laughs> and two, mac and cheese is gross. And there is no such thing as a good casserole ever. So eat that. M- mac lovers. So is it just macaroni and cheese? Or have you like other... Pastas with cheese. No, no, no. Like a baked ziti. Have you ever tried that? I haven't had baked ziti. That sounds like really gross, but I'll try it. No, it's it's good. Is it good only if Mama Francis makes it? If uh, Mrs. Francis makes it? Your mom? Or, I mean, wife, sorry. If she make it? No. You don't make it? No, I don't make it. Do you buy it? Yeah. Where? At the Olive Garden. Five cheese baked ziti. It's good. I uh, I can't do mac and cheese, man. It's just, it's so, it just gets crusty and cold in like five minutes and it's gross. And the cheese is just blah. Now, Weird. if we do white cheddar mac and cheese with bacon on top, I think I might consider it. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, great. Great championship game last night for men's uh, uh, basketball. The championship game between Kansas and North Carolina. Uh, looked like it was going to be a blowout. 
and North Carolina pulled the Utah Jazz and let a 16-point lead slip away and lost in the closing moments. But you know, give it to Kansas. Made some adjustments, uh, played a little bit more aggressively, got to the hole. North Carolina suffered some, you know, some injuries, some missteps here and there, but it was a great game. D- drama, great programs, great players, uh, and to the wire. It's about everything you would want, right, in a championship game. Two very recognizable programs, great, deep, rich history uh, of being deep in the playoffs and national championships under their belts. Um, a, a new coach versus an established coach. But I thought it was fun. I thought it was entertaining. Um, but uh, what did, what were your takeaways from the championship game? Four three five three three nine zero three two one on our Guild Mortgage text line. Yeah, really good basketball game. Carolina, I felt like Carolina just got a little bit tight when they didn't need to. And they and they had some unforced errors, too, on their part. Just uncharacteristic errors that they hadn't made against really good teams. Duke, Purdue, or uh, uh, Purdue, right? No, not Purdue. Um, Duke, uh, Baylor was another one. Mm. Where they just played clean, good basketball, made big-time shots, and they just couldn't get some of those shots to fall. Had good looks in the second half, but that, I mean... To blow that lead, that really is going to just – that's going to sit in their stomach for a, a long time, Eric. Uh, yes, for any North Carolina fan, that's going to be really tough to swallow. But, look, they had three guys with double-doubles. Three. I mean, it, you'll routinely get a, a player with a double-double, and maybe you'll get two. North Carolina had three. Baycott had 15 points and 15 boards. Uh, Manic, 13 points, 13 boards. RJ Davis with 15 points and 12. I mean, it, just contributions from a lot of different guys. I and mean, that's really defined them, their versatility. But give it to Kansas. Um, you know, late, Agbaji uh, uh, made some great points. Uh, Remy Martin, um, 14 off the bench. Um, you know, they had. One, two, three, four, five guys scoring double figures. Wow. So it wasn't just like one or two guys carrying the load. Uh, it was definitely a team effort. And um, I just thought it was really fun, well coached. Uh, North Carolina controlled the boards, but um, Kansas, you know, doing enough, just barely enough to, uh, to win that game. And it's crazy. You look at some of these stats and you don't look at the scoreboard and you think, North Carolina runs away with this game. 18 of 22 at the free throw line compared to 8 of 14. 55 team rebounds compared to 35. Uh, I mean, you just look at some of the things here and you think, well, North Carolina, yeah, they probably won this one going away. But it's this Kansas had just a few more winning plays. Yeah, and but you know what? Kansas is... I, and, and you don't blame coaching at all, but, man, you got to give a lot of credit to Bill Self. Like, he's been there, done that, been in these kind of games. He's had that experience, as has his staff as well. They knew how to handle these kind of moments. Even when they were down 16, there, I, I think they were, there was a little bit of like, oh, man, we got to get going, like, now. But there wasn't any – they didn't bring any panic into the huddle. Uh, I think there was a uh, timeout where they showed Bill Self talking with his team, and it was just a calm voice. And he's just, you know, drawing on the board, next play. 
Uh, and that just that that kind of experience helps. Hubert Davis, I mean, he's been, I guess, in this far, but not as a head coach, and that's a different, that's a whole different ordeal. Very different animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very true. But uh, great game. I think we're all treated to uh, just a fantastic finish. Uh, and uh, Agbaji, he talked a little bit about you know, what was that difference in the second half for his team. I would say, you know, it kind of just it kind of uh, took us back to when we were at K State. The message, I mean, was obviously different. Coach was he obviously challenged us, and you know, he was amped up in there. But it was just a matter of us playing our game and executing in the second half and taking away what they were, you know, what they were getting at in the first in the first half. Yeah, fantastic. It was fun. Yeah, it was really good. really. That's fun. what you wanted. You just wanted a good championship game. Now, uh, look, it's you ever seen Molly's game? The story about the uh, lady who was a almost a, I guess it was this close to going to the Olympics and skiing, um, ends up uh, fracturing her spine or something like that, or like like breaks like a vertebrae or something like that. Mm. Gets into poker, ends up illegally uh, being a poker person somehow legally, um, and then gets arrested by the FBI. And then after she's found, like they don't like send her to prison. And uh, they're thrilled about it. And so they have this big dinner. And at the end of the movie, Molly says, you know, it kind of hit me. I mean, she's sitting at dinner with her family and friends. And she's like, I've got to pay $200,000 in fines. I've got to be on probation, probation for like 200 hours. And she goes through all the punishments she has to go through, even though they're celebrating. Kansas is going to go through the same thing. They might be celebrating right now, but in about two to three weeks, the NCAA is going to level down some serious punishment to Kansas for breaking some NCAA violations, and it's going to hit them hard coming up in the next few weeks. Right, and that is one of the other questions today. Uh, does anybody really care about this NCAA investigation that's going on right now with about uh, Kansas, or is it like, hey, we're celebrating in the moment and nothing's happened yet, maybe nothing will ever happen? It, like I said, like celebrate it now, enjoy it. You know, you're the Kansas City Jayhawks champions, as our wonderful NCAA president said. <laughs> Kansas City on live television. Gosh, good for that man. Uh, but Eric, um, I it feels good now. Enjoy it now, but just know what's coming, and it's gonna hit them. When hard. you look back at, because there have been some other uh, schools that have had championships vacated because of various violations. This could be one of them, honestly. Do you look back in, in history and think that, oh, well, I can't, that, that championship game that they won, I'm going to vacate it from my memory. Uh, cause you know, they did a violation at some point, or do you still like, yes, they were still champions, but it comes with some baggage. I mean, they're still champions. Like, that's what I hate about the whole Reggie Bush situation, or, I mean, not, not the Bush, even the Michigan situation, you know, back in night with that 5-5 back-to-back championship appearances. Um, they, dude, they don't get any credit for that, even though they, they won those games. They didn't, they didn't put on magic sneakers and put in, like, an, a magnet into the basketball and cheat their way through it. Now, did they probably recruit illegally? Was there some money being given to him yeah but they still had to go out on the court and play a five-on-five basketball game they still had to go make shots make passes they still had to go play in an evenly filled played game and they won those games why would you why would you take that down from them that's what i don't get 
Right, you, you you still have to take the banner out of the arena uh, if there's an if there's been a violation. You That's remove stupid, the though. banner. That's stupid. You strike it from the record. But everybody's memory, like, we know that was the championship team. Yeah, that's they stupid. They beat everybody Why else. would we take down the banner? They're champions. They still had to go win those games. Them being recruited there, illegally or whatever, has nothing to do with them winning a basketball game. But if you've got the deck stacked in your favor, it's going to be a lot easier to win those basketball you games. You still, look, deck stacked in your favor. It's the NCAA tournament. Was St. Peter's deck stacked in their favor? Well, I, I mean... Wait, was there Dak? Okay, Steck no, in their shut favor? up. Sorry, I dude, just, shut took up. Me a second. No, don't, <laughs> don't, dude. I've been here for like twelve hours, <laughs> oh, almost twelve hours today. I'm tired. Look, I'm All wired. Right. I've been told I'm not. I'm not supposed to be as much of a bully to you. Anymore, I so. well, don't worry. Twitter's taking care of it for you, man. <laughs> Twitter's doing a great job. Speaking of one guy in Salt Lake, um. <laughs> So, anyways, okay, so, but was the deck stacked in their favor for St. Peter's when they played Purdue? No. So, like, if the kid gets a car from St. Peter's, he still has to go play a basketball game, and they still win. I mean, it's it's the NCAA tournament. I, I just, I don't see why you take down the banner. They still have to go win a game. And it's North Carolina. They weren't playing Utah State. They weren't playing... San Jose State, they're playing North Carolina. They're pretty darn good, too. Uh, to our Guild Mortgage text line, 9315, says, Aj, one of the best places to get mac and cheese in Cache Valley is actually in Preston at New York Deli. Oh. They have an amazing mac and cheese. Okay. They have one with shrimp and one with bacon, and they're both amazing. Also, 9315 adds, how long will it be before we get a new team that will win the championship and be included in the Blue Blood conversation? Wait, what? How long will it be before we get a new team that will win the championship and be included in the blue blood conversation? I'm confused. What does that mean? So uh, we have standard blue bloods, right? These Duke, Kentucky, North Duke, Carolina, Kentucky, Kansas, Kansas, North Carolina, Villanova, teams that are perennially on the national stage competing for a national championship and have a few under their belt. And have the color blue on their jerseys. <laughs> that's, that's very handy. Um, BYU. BYU is not a blue blood. They, but a new team that gets into so that blue blood. So would you consider Gonzaga a blue blood? No. Because they haven't won. They haven't won a championship. They're perennially good. Yeah. Perennially really good until they get a championship. To, yeah, really good until they get to the championship, yes. But they haven't won one, so I can't call them a blue blood. UCLA? Now, their championships yeah. came years ago. But would you still consider them a blue blood program? Arizona? When, well, you can't put Arizona. Well, okay. If you put Arizona in there, you got to put UCLA in there. Sure. I would. UCLA. But I put UCLA somebody as a blue new blood. To that, uh, to that new? category, to that special class, uh, I think it's you have to win more than once. You have to win more than twice. You have to. And you have to be perennially competitive. At least have a stretch there where you're competitive, competing for a national title. Man, I don't know when the next time. So if Gonzaga had won one or two, we might be considering them a If blue they won program. one, I'd consider them, honestly. They've been to the Final Four a couple of times. 
They've been to the Elite Eight. They've touched almost every single round of the tournament without winning a championship. Um, they've and, been in what two title games? Yeah, that's right. Well, and I should say like this: like they've been to every single round multiple times and not won a championship. Win one of those, they're considered. Um, I a new team though. I don't know, Eric. I keep thinking that UCLA is going to pop up in there, but man, I don't know what happens to them. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's a really good question. At what point does some team cross over from being just a good team to part of the blue blood fraternity? Michigan, no. Uh, they would have that potential. Does it have to be within the Power Five conference? How many teams outside of Power Five have won the national championship? Mm, not many. I need to look that up. Two nine four five text in a suggestion. Houston. Houston Cougars. Yeah. Uh, Houston uh, maybe Cougars. I mean, if they have, if they're able to pull off a, a national championship, and prove that that one year wasn't just a fluke, and be competitive again. How about Indiana? Uh, I would put them in the blue blood because they've they've been in that territory before. I don't. How many national championships do they have? Do they have any? Indiana. They've got a couple, don't they? Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they went undefeated in what seventy four. Um, they won it in eighty seven. Uh, they won it again in 02. Remember Mike Davis? Um, they had that crazy run. Was it O two? Maybe even earlier. Maybe I thought they did. Maybe not. No, I lied. I thought they won it in the thousands. Uh, nope. Never mind. I lied. Connecticut would be a blue blood. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, they won a championship in 14. They won it before that in 04. And before that, they won it in 99. So, yeah, I'd yeah, put them Calhoun. in the conversation. Dude, we have not had a non-Power 5 team win the NCAA championship. Ever. I, I don't, I'm, I'm like, well, I mean, yeah. Uh, since UNLV, 1990. Since 1990, every other team who has won the national championship has belonged to a power conference. Yep. Yep. Because Louisville is in the Big East or ACC? ACC. Uh, Connecticut was in the Big East. That was considered a power five then. Mm-hmm. Um, Maryland was in the ACC. Yeah. We have not had one win it since UNLV in 1990. Jerry Tark. Wow. Uh, you're taking note, Gonzaga? <laughs> yeah, like, are you going to help us or not, man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Just, crazy, man. The, the, the daily competition that you face in a power conference is just so much different. and prepares teams in a different way than those outside. And crazy enough, before that, before UNLV won it, the last team to win it before them that was a non-Power 5 team 
Holy cow. UTEP in 66. That's nuts. Two teams in the, since 1966 have been a non-Power 5 team to win it. Now, how many teams have been there uh, to the championship game? We have Butler twice, Memphis, Gonzaga, um, and Houston twice, 84-83. And I guess Indiana State in '79. I mean, that was Larry Bird's team, right? Yeah, that was Larry versus Magic game in, at the uh, in Salt Lake. Yep, but I mean, it's been 11 years since we've had a well, no Gonzaga too. Two teams in the last 11 years are a non-power five team that's been in the championship game: Butler and Gonzaga, and they both did it twice. Wow. Really, really hard to get there. <laughs> really hard yeah, to get there. I would agree. So that's when's the next time a new team becomes a blue blood? Man, I don't <clears throat> it's know. It's gonna be a long it's gonna maybe take if a ever. Lot. Yep. May uh, will it happen in our lifetime? I don't know. I don't know. That's a really good question. Uh also toward Guild Mortgage text line five four five two. Eric bringing out the bully yet again. Eric's been nice today. So far, so good. Let's not jinx it, though. I wasn't trying to be a bully. I was trying to understand what it was you said because it just caught me, and I just wanted to make sure I... It just caught you? Like, what? wait, did I hear that right? I just wanted to clarify. Uh, some news out of Major League Baseball. Uh, some new technology being used? Question mark. Is it a good thing for baseball? Is it a little too clunky? Does it really solve any problems? We'll also look at the latest RPI. Uh, Utah Jazz are in action tonight. The uh, window for uh, you know, positioning is very narrow. So we'll look at with the current standings in the NBA and uh, what's on the line for a couple different teams. Uh, one notably, uh, the Lakers. Uh, if, they, if things could happen tonight that could make it impossible for them to make even the play-in tournament. Really, really uh, pathetic season for the Lakers. We'll discuss that coming up on the, on the other side here on the Full Court Press. Imagine your wedding day. Elegant, simple, yet stunning, stress-free. It's your day. It's all about you. Whether you're looking for small and simple or have a grander idea, the Riverwoods Conference Center will accommodate your every need. Choose the inside ballroom elegance or outside along the natural decor of the beautiful Logan River. A Riverwoods event planner will work personally with you to make sure your event is exactly how you've envisioned it. The Riverwoods Conference Center, where your happily ever after begins. Google Riverwoods Conference Center or call 750 if you want a natural stone look on your home without the expense, think Coldwater Stone in Tremonton. They have partnered with Castellite and Logan to bring you the look and style you want at a price much less than natural stone. Stop into Coldwater's Tremonton showroom or Castellite and Logan and see how they take some of the most beautiful resources the earth has to offer. Then shapes and blends them to create your dream home. Create your custom masterpiece online at coldwaterstone.com. Coldwater Stone, the natural choice for all of your stone needs. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Your team's in the locker room ready to get out there and play to win. But you see a player you don't recognize. They're wearing your jersey and even know your coach's name. But who are they? Would you let this stranger look at your team's playbook? 
That's exactly how phishing attacks work. In 2020, the number of phishing attacks against businesses doubled compared to the previous year. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. The Cache Valley Media Group and Cache Valley Daily are expanding our coverage of local high school sports. Broadcast on local radio and video streamed on Cache Valley Daily. Thanks to sponsors Adams Wealth Advisors, Great Basin Graphics, McDonald's, Old Grist Mill, and Logo Shop. Broadcast coverage this week includes Bear River Baseball versus Sky Ridge at Salt Lake Community College on April 4th, Skyview versus Logan Soccer on April 5th, and Bear River versus Springville Softball on April 8th. The full schedule of our broadcast available now on CacheValleyDaily.com. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric Franson, AJ Salveson. If you want to chime in on our Guild Mortgage text line, we'd love to hear from you. 435-339-0321-0945. Thank you for pointing that out and reminding us. Yeah, the University of Utah making it to the championship game in 1998. They were part of the uh, WAC at that time. Or was it? No, that was part of the uh, the Young Mountain West University of Utah in 98, making it to the championship game. That was before they were a member of a Power 5 conference. So yeah, no, they were in that the – That would have uh, been another – Was that, that – That was in the, the West. Mountain West, right? The no. young Mountain West? The Mountain West started then? Yes, that was a – yeah, it was. It was. I about said whack. No, it was It was a very, very young Mountain West. Yeah. Mountain West started in 97, didn't mm-hmm. it? Yep. Okay, yep. so – yeah, you, the University of Utah made it to the championship game with Rick Majerus, 1998. That was like, they dude, had that game man, one, but they were so out of gas, dude. And, and that's the thing, like, half. and people got to remember because and that that game still bought. In fact, I was talking to my dad about this. We were talking about that game, and they had just, I mean, they steamrolled Arizona. I mean, and they and I never thought Arizona. And you know, people still hate this Utah team outside of the state of Utah for the reasons of following one. Everybody was looking forward to seeing Arizona and North Carolina play each other. Didn't happen because Utah and Spank in Arizona. And then everyone's like, oh, we're going to get Antoine Jameson and Vince Carter versus this loaded Kentucky squad. It's going to be it's gonna be really cool seeing Tubby Smith. And uh, I, everyone was so stoked. And then Utah ends up, I mean, they were up by like 18, nearly blow it. End up uh, winning by like, I think, six or seven. End up winning that. And then people were just livid. People hated Utah because <laughs> we got a bunch of white guys just going around spanking all these blue blood teams led by Andre Miller, Keith Van Horn, um, and no, uh, Keith Van Horn wasn't part of that team. No, that's right. It was uh, Alex Jensen, Dota, Britton Johnson. Who was the big man? Michael Doliak. Doliak. Yeah, yeah, they that were was a good. Good team, dude. And they just. But you know what? And and poor Utah Utes. Every time they had a stacked team, they ran into Kentucky. Because they, they they ran into Kentucky the next year, and they were just as good and got spanked by Kentucky in the Sweet 16. Yeah. They just couldn't get by the Wildcats, man. 
I remember hearing stories about that Utah team, and Majerus just ran that team through so many practices, which was like they knew exactly what to do in their matchups, and it, it just showed like teams were just flummoxed yeah. by the Utes and just couldn't figure them out. But by the time that championship game came around, they that team no was so left. out of gas. Yeah, I mean, they were up by seven with about six minutes left, and then there was a still a turnover or, or still in a layup. And then another turnover and a three, and that was it. I mean, that like Kentucky had all the momentum, and it was just it was over. I'm actually watching the the, the second half parts of the second half right now, and I'm just it makes me sick. I never just being like, oh, they're gonna win it, they're gonna win it, and it just it went south. Every time Andre Miller would sub out, he would never sit. He'd always stand. Stand, yeah, yeah, that's true. He always yeah. stood on the sidelines. He would never sit down. He was such a great ball player. Yeah, what a gamer! What a gamer! And who's the uh, because so when Utah State played UConn in the NCAA tournament, that was the year UConn won it all, right? They had that Elamine guy or whatever, that point guard who was so good. Am I right? Because Utah played Maryland before, ended up playing UConn. I think it was two years later. It might have been. Uh, they played Kansas one year. That was in 03. no 02. Yeah, they played. Yeah, they played Connecticut in '99. That Connecticut team went 34-2, and and Utah State got them in the first round. And they hung with them for about uh, most of the first half. Second half, it wasn't even like That thing just got away. Yeah. By the way, oh, man. I think it, they have the full game on YouTube, too. Connecticut and Utah State. Nice. That's sweet. Anyways, yeah, just craziness. Uh, so this may be craziness too. Uh, some developments with Major League Baseball. We always have this debate in sports. If you have the technology, why not use it? But there's always this debate, like how does it affect the game itself? Instant replay is an example that's used in basketball, a lot in football. If we have the technology to get the, the call correct, why don't we do what's necessary to get the call correct? correct but at what expense like does it slow the game down too much does it uh, cause too many distractions the latest example of this is in baseball where there's a new technology that might eliminate the possibility of sign stealing which has become quite the issue in major league baseball over these last few years it's called pitchcom and basically there's like a pad with buttons it goes on the wrist of the gloved hand of the catcher, and he can signal pitches, pitch type and location, and it sends a communication through artificial intelligence that makes sense of all the, the buttons to speak into the pitcher's ear. And what's, what's the pitch? Uh, and besides going to that information going to the pitcher, three other teammates can also receive that that information. So if they're doing different alignments or fielders you know, want to position themselves in different ways because they know if it's this certain type of pitch, how it might come off the bat. So do you yeah. like this, or are we creating some – is there an easier way to do this? Does this seem a little bit cumbersome? Uh, or is this just, hey, we have the technology. This is an easy way to do it. Let's do this to help the game and eliminate sign stealing. You know, Eric, there has been a paranoia about sign stealing, especially from like runners on second base. Um, and it's and 
baseball players have got smarter as the game has evolved. And they can find out and find a way to read signs and tip those signs to the batter. There is nothing illegal about that, by the way. There is nothing illegal about a bat or about a runner on second leading off, seeing a sign, and tipping off the batter. And they can do it in multiple ways. And that and that's the that's the paranoia for the pitcher. Is that oh wait, he scratched the back of his leg. Is that a tip? If he if he takes one step and then leans left, and I'm not even joking, if he le- takes one step towards third, leans left towards second, is that a sign? There's all the like there's all sorts of paranoia. This fixes that completely. Absolutely fixes it. And I think there's been two pitchers that have really complimented the feature so far that they like it and I think both of them are throwing opening day too. Uh Yankees pitcher Luis Severino and uh his catcher used it in the game on Saturday. Yeah, Severino loved it. And yeah. then uh, White Sox pitcher Dallas Keuchel, he also used it here recently. Mhm. Interesting what he had to say. He says, I think it can, this is Keichel, says, I think it can be beneficial when it comes to August, September, and October when you're pushing towards the playoffs with all the scouts in the stands and eyes on you trying to decipher what you're throwing. It'll be nice not to have to go through several sets of signs. It's true. Because then all you have to do is signal, because they have their armband, right? Signal the armband, and then it's a listening device in the ear, Eric. Is that correct? Yes. So that some kind of a pad on the pitch on the catcher's arm, and he has to do 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 do, and then that somehow translate transmits to the cat to the Throw pitcher. fastball to the outside of the plate. Yeah, it's gonna make sense of whatever it is he's punching in on his wrist. But is there? I mean, is that something that like a pitching coach can maybe just speak into a device like, I right, throw to the inside. But the problem is, is then then I think the pitchers. Like you, you can't have it coming from the dugout, right? This is where the whole thing started is is dugout stuff or communication from dugout to the field. Um why not? I don't know, man. It just seems like So the fishy. catcher has to like what, take off his you know, set things down. Do 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 well, No, because the armband ready the armband's again. on the glove. So where whatever hand the glove is on, the armband's on that glove or just below that glove. So he doesn't have to take off so anything. He's got the, the batter in the box, he's getting ready. Okay, hold on. I got a do 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 do. Well, that's the other thing too. And by I gotta the way, get ready. Okay, now the, the pitcher has to put his finger in his ear. Okay, did I hear that right? Okay, I know. Like, I'm ready. Wait, to go. did you say you said fastball to the left, right? You said that sudden, in again. Do do do. Catcher do, do, sets do. up inside. He throws a pitch outside and it's crushed 380 feet for a home run. I thought you said. I thought you said outside. I set up inside. Um, yeah, it'd just be an, it'd be a nightmare, man. Um, and what if the catcher's like? Going for a, a, a wild pitch and he's rolling over on his communication device and it breaks. I don't know, Eric. You gotta Ask go the old-fashioned way. Ask the I just don't know why you can't just I don't know send what it in do. from the from the uh, dugout. Though it wouldn't make sense if it was from the dugout, like like what they do in football, right? They have like an earpiece for the quarterback, yeah, like, or like a helmet, right? And then they get the offensive coordinator. Have, there's the technology. So then you it. tell, yeah. So then you, uh, that's true. But I think the. <sighs> I feel like they want to communicate it through. How does the catcher know what you're going to throw? If you've got the pitching coach talking to the pitcher. Well, it would have to go to both of you. Because it can go to multiple people. This this pitch comm can go to what the, the catcher communicates goes to the pitcher oh, and, it goes and to one three, fi- other te- three other teammates. Yeah. So they all kind of know what's, what's happening. So, oh, yeah, I guess that would work then. 
Yeah, I guess actually, you know what? So you can have the same way to do it. Look at Eric. Solve the world's problems one segment at a time. Good for you. <laughs> if we have the technology that that eliminates the possibility of sign stealing and cheating, I mean, it, it's a unique concept. I'll grant them that, that they're at least trying this. But I don't know. It just seems like I mean, the catcher's arms are going to be covered in dirt and chalk and sweat. Is it really handle all of that and still? I'm sure they've looked at every problem and 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 realized when and tried to go through pitch, every part that inside. could go wrong. Jeez, Eric. Esau pitch. Man. What if this goes wrong? What if this goes wrong? What if this goes to crap? I outside. <laughs> Do, can they choose like what the voice is? Like, can they uh, choose like a, a celebrity voice impersonation? So or? you get Morgan Freeman telling you you suck. <laughs> this picture sucks. Stone Cold <laughs> Steve Austin. <laughs> hey Sob, throw me a fastball. <laughs> <laughs> because I said so. <laughs> hey, Osa, you better listen to Eric. <laughs> that was mind-blowing. But, okay, so they've been using this a little bit this spring, and so far the reviews have been really pretty good. And uh, they, they say that it's good communication, it's working out. So pitchers and catchers will continue to have the option. You can go traditional. You know, your catcher has his hands down there between his legs and giving you signals. Or you can use this new technology. Um, so what if you go back and forth? Really throw people off. But it seems like this is the direction it's headed. And uh, especially with all the scandals going on with uh, with sign stealing, why not? We have the technology. We see it work in the NFL. It's it's. I mean, technology is getting smaller and smaller and easier and easier to uh, put together. So it's not doesn't have to be some big bulky thing that guys have to carry around. So the other question too: Do um, do the guys warming up? Do they hear any of this so they kind of get an idea? Or when they trot out there on the field, they have to switch out a headset? Yeah, that's the other part actually. It's like, hey, here's your earpiece. It's like waxing <laughs> it's all it. waxy and sweaty. That's actually a great question. They go to have you like turn it on as soon as you cross into the field, and they turn it off as soon as you go out, and they check maybe. to see if you have any substances on your arms, and maybe legs and chest. I don't, and I other don't know. Communication devices. Man, I mean, because maybe each of them got... Well, no, that wouldn't make sense if each of them had their own piece. It'd have to... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how expensive it is. I can't imagine it's too expensive. So you should be able to have... You know, each player has his own. Somehow it's coded that when he's on the field, somebody in the dugout just makes a switch. Each catcher has his own. That would be gross. <laughs> Swapping it between 
player to player in the middle of the game. That could get pretty nasty. In the heat of the summer, there's some of these places that are really humid. It could be pretty nasty. <laughs> Miami, Arizona, Atlanta. <laughs> you imagine. <laughs> hey, are they doing this in AAA or is it just MLB? It's uh, a good question. I think it's only Major League Baseball. By the way, Triple A B's opened up their season tonight. Tonight? Yeah, they're playing tonight in Tacoma. Wow. Okay. Steve Klauke on the call. Because uh, I was, hey, Klauke, you want to get get on a show today? And he goes, I would, but I've got a game, and it's the season opener, so probably not today. And I'm like, all right, well, well let's do it another time. Oh, never mind. Then. And then he got mad at me because I said mac and cheese is horrible. So I don't. We may not be having him on now. You've offended him. Uh, let's see, 3498 texting in at our Guild Mortgage Sex Line. Does it bother anyone else that the MLB came up with this solution, acknowledging it's a problem, but didn't punish the known cases of sign stealing? Yeah, it sucks. That continues to be a real problem. But you know what? I think everyone's kind of moved on from it. I hate to say it like that. But it's uh, true. Uh, well, isn't there an investigation still looming and uh, details forthcoming about the Yankees? Yeah. And the Yankees are upset because they feel like, how come the Astros didn't really get it? So, like, the Yankees are like, the Yankees are measuring the Astros' punishment and telling the MLB it better be a lot lighter than what they got. Because they won a World Series doing it. I know. It's no surprise. The Yankees would be whining about it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I All love right. That. Another quick time out here in the Full Court Press. Uh, your thoughts about technology and baseball. Are there other uses of technology that they should be looking at to help the game? I really do like your like pitching coach just talking to the catcher and pitcher. That'd make it so much easier. Like, hey, you're just going to throw a fastball, throw it outside. That's it. And you're done. Yeah. But does that take too much control away from. That pitcher catcher relationship. Yeah, that's true. Hey, can we talk in the second hour about having a new coach of the Utah Jazz coming up next year? <laughs> the, the the noise on that seems to be getting louder oh, and louder. Oh, is it? Mm, yeah, absolutely it is. Uh, we're also going to look at the latest RPI in spring sports uh, and uh, just updated standings in the NBA. Jazz are squaring off against the Grizzlies tonight. We'll take a look at those matchups as well coming up on the Full Court Press. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. Inflation is having an effect on all of us. Let us help you increase your purchasing power. We offer scratch and dent appliances, which saves you up to 40% on nearly perfect appliances from Whirlpool, Maytag, KitchenAid, GE, and more. You will rest easy when you buy a scratch and dent appliance from Daryl's with our exclusive full two-year warranty. Easy financing available, and don't forget, our service department backs every sale. Open until 6 p.m. on weekdays, 5 on Saturday. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent with Alpine Home Medical. I'd like to invite you to learn more about us. Since 1997, we've been Utah's premier one-stop shop for home medical equipment. What sets us apart at Alpine Home Medical is the superior level of customer service. We provide home oxygen, CPAPs, wheelchairs, scooters, breast pumps, and so much more. Come on down and get to know us. Alpine Home Medical, we bring wellness home. Visit alpinehomemedical.com.
My name is John Brinchley. Last year, my father, Lynn, passed away. Our family misses him tremendously. From the first phone call we made to White Pine Funeral Services until he was laid to rest, White Pine helped us every step of the way. The staff was there to guide us through the entire process. They were kind, gracious, and their facilities are amazing. White Pine helped to make the difficult situation of losing my dad into a positive experience where we could remember him and celebrate his life. White Pine Funeral Services happen to us all. Red punch, nail polish, coffee or paint. This is Dow with Northern Utah Chem Dry. What you don't realize is using your own methods can potentially lock in stains within the carpet. ChemDry's patented stain removal solutions have successfully removed stains all over Cass Valley. If we can't get it out, no one can. So next time you spill, call ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry of Northern Utah. 435-752-6100 You've been putting up with a dirty, dusty wood stove for years. Why haven't you changed it? Go to Advanced Fireplace and Stove in Logan. Look through their showroom for ideas on quadrifier pellet and wood stoves and heat and glow gas fireplaces. They have several demos in place so you can see firsthand how your project will look. And you can trust the pros at Advanced Fireplace and Stove. They'll do the job right. Advanced Fireplace and Stove. 752-7272 online at advancedfireplaceandstove.com The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric France and Ajay Salveson. And uh, if you missed our interview with Ephraim Banda the other day, that was a ton of fun talking to him. Ajay, you did a great job of uh, boiling it down and uh, putting it in words on CashValleyDaily.com. But there's also the, the audio there if you want to go back and listen to it again. Or you can just go to 1069thefan.com. And uh, and find all of our past interviews that were go done. to Cash Valley Daily though. I mean, go go. I mean, I mean, you'll find the whole entire interview. Plus, you'll get kind of a summarization of what he says and and how it relates to you know to spring football and what he's looking at. I mean, yeah. I mean, and we have, by the way, we got all our spring sports still on there. Uh, tell, great game between Bear River and Skyridge yesterday. Final score nine eight and eight innings. Um, Bear River gave a good eight and two Skyridge team everything they could handle. Um, but uh, the full uh, the full game is in its archive on CashValleyDaily.com. Go go look at that, and it's a good ball game. I thought Rod Zendel, by the way, did a great job calling him. We got a uh, soccer game tonight, a boys' soccer game, Skyview yeah. and Logan. Uh, they're in uh, Smithfield. Hurricane John Newbold and John Russell will be on the call tonight, and that will be on 104.5 The Ranch and streaming on CashValleyDaily.com. So, yeah, and you can go see the full schedule of games that are, are proposed or that are on our schedule that we will be covering throughout this spring on uh, Cash Valley Daily. Just go to the uh, menu and uh, scroll over the uh, sports section, and you'll see a link there, Spring Sports Schedule, and that's where you can see our schedule and links to the archived games that uh, you may have missed or want to go back and watch again. So uh, let me ask this, Ajay. We, we've talked about this Pitchcom new technology so uh, a catcher can communicate electronically to the pitcher and a few other of his teammates in the field um, to eliminate sign stealing. 
are there other technologies that baseball should be looking at to help the game? Or are we like advancing too far as it is with the, with technology and moving away from the traditional aspect of how the game Look, is but played? But here's the problem. The traditional aspect is what's getting – there's been advantages taken in it, some illegally, some not. So as the game evolves, players get smarter. They get better. Got to find a way to, 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 uh, to limit those advantages. Um, and I mean, whatever that's got to be, you got to eliminate them though. And I, I think if you can eliminate sign stealing, like, and again, it's super easy. Like I still remember we were in a high school baseball game. We had a guy up at the plate. We're playing Fremont and their catcher, uh, and our second and the guy on second leads off second and then like loses his mind, uh, after our, our, our batter gets hit. Cause he says he saw the catcher give the signal for the bean. And so we beat him, and our, our, our batter lost his mind. Pitcher's like, well, how could you see it? And he goes, because I'm looking at your signs, dude. He said it out loud. He's like, I'm looking at your signs. They're right there. And he goes, oh, you're, oh, you're, you're cheating? And he goes, no, your signs are right there. I'm going to look at them. It's just, it's just how the game is, and you, and you got to develop so you don't allow that to happen too much. Electronic umpires? No, that's not going to work. I, I like the human umpire element. I do. Triple A is using it this year, right? Yeah, it's going to suck it. too. Interesting test kitchen to see what the results are. Because over time, uh, as you said, I mean, as the game evolves, players figure out how to, and and managers figure out how to, you know, milk the most out of the way the game is currently called or or played. So the way somebody approaches home plate or adjusts their stance may they may be able to trick. The, the camera a little bit as to yeah. what that strike zone looks like. Yeah, that's true. It's a possibility. It's going to go south. I'm just saying. It's not going to go well. <laughs> I, I could just see it absolutely going backwards, but we'll see. I, I I mean, I can't wait to hear Steve Klauke's first call night and something go wrong and screw the bees over. And we'll be like, yep, it's not working. <laughs> hey, uh, Eric, uh, region, speaking of spring sports, region standings coming out. RPI as well. Um, for these spring sports, I'd be interested to see, you know, some of these sports are very heavy Southern Utah and some of the sports have like three region 11 teams at the top. It just kind of depends what sport we're talking about. And it's, it's really weird, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I worry about baseball a lot and softball as well, to be honest with you. All right, well, look at those region standings coming up on the other side of this quick timeout on the Full Court Press. Since 1896, couples throughout Utah have shopped Essie Needham Jewelers for their diamond engagement ring. We offer our integrity price guarantee on a beautiful selection of unique, high-quality diamond engagement rings. Gals, you'll love our rings, and guys, you'll love our prices. We price our diamonds at internet pricing. Review the web and come see, hands-on, our beautiful selection. Shop and compare. Get Essie Needham quality at internet pricing, where Utah gets engaged. Essie Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. This is Ryan, my mattress. I have a little bit of a bone to pick with online bed-in-a-box mattresses. If value is the combination of price and quality, these beds are not a good value. They cost about $1,000 and they last about three years. That's not a very good ratio. 
At my mattress, you can get a $799 Sealy Posture Pedic that will last you 10 plus years. The best value is at my mattress. Isn't it time to sleep exceptionally? Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. If you need uh, wiper blades, you need a new battery, you need wiper fluid, oil fluid, blinker fluid. You never know. You never know. Uh, Just go to Napa, Napa Auto Parts. They've got the Napa know-how to get you back out on the road. Uh, And uh, they may even be able to help you install what it is you're looking for. Napa Auto Parts. They've got five locations between Preston and Providence. Uh, they sponsored the Dan Patrick Above the Noise segment. Andre, you were talking about softball and looking at the uh, UHSAA RPI standings that just came out this last week. Ridgeline softball is number one. Bear River softball is number three. Skyview is at number seven. Green Canyon at nine. Mountain Crest, 10. And then Logan at 13. So they're kind of all over the place from the top to the bottom. It's a, kind of a smattering of, of how Region 11 is, is put in there for softball. Um, baseball, a different story. It's very heavy for, um, for Region 10. One through six are all Region 10 schools. It's not good. Bear River Baseball is the highest from Region 11. They're at number seven, followed by Green Canyon, Ridgeline, Mountain Crest. Cedars at 11th. And then Skyview and Logan uh, at, struggling at the bottom of these uh, latest RPI standings from UHSAA. Now, for lacrosse, a little bit different story there. It's it's uh, kind of like baseball and softball, but lacrosse is different because there are not as many schools that have sanctioned teams in lacrosse. It's a relatively newer sport in the state of Utah. And for boys lacrosse, Ridgeline's at number one, followed by Skyview, Green Canyon, Mountain Crest, and Bear River, followed <laughs> by Juan Diego, Waterford, Utah Military Academy, and then Logan. And for girls lacrosse, Bear River's number one, Mountain Crest number three, Ridgeline four, Green Canyon six, Skyview eight, and Logan number nine. So it's kind of an interesting look at these different sports. And uh, how teams are, some schools are, are adapting well uh, to what's going on. Yeah, and then the other, I feel like there is a still a pretty good parity within softball. I know you look at the standings and it tells you differently, but I still feel like that that's pretty be the most competitive sport in regards of in regards of RPI stuff. I think it's all St. George and baseball. Oh. Yes. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I think it's two St. George schools facing off in the championship game, to be very honest with you. Crimson Cliffs has not lost. Pineview is 12-3. and three. Snow Canyon's 11-5. and five. Dixie's 12-3. and three. So, got a lot of good baseball yeah. going on down there. Now, Bear River, the best in the class up here, and they were 10-3. and three. Um, And their, their game uh, yesterday, it's too bad that they couldn't get that one. That would have helped their RPI. Um. But still, I mean, they sh- they should come away from that feeling pretty positive 
that they were able to take a Sky Ridge team to extra innings and had chances to win that game. But, um, yeah, it's you know, kind of different to see what's going on with baseball and softball. Uh, we have a lot of those softball and baseball games that are on our schedule for um, what's going on with our uh, Region 11 spring sports that we're covering. Um, so, and then I'll, yeah, forgot about soccer, too. Um, Dixie is number one, Crimson Cliffs number two, Snow Canyon three, Mountain Crest number four. They're the best soccer team from the region. Uh, Green Canyon's at six, Ridgeline's at 10, Skyview 11, Logan at 12, and Bear River at 13. So that's a, a look at what's going on with RPI rankings right now with Region 11 sports. Coming uh, up, know, we'll what? talk about the Jazz next hour.